We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. And welcome everyone to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 122. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? Hey, we're excited to be here. Yes, we are. It's another Thursday. I know, right? This is an early edition of God oh, Stories yeah. Radio. Early, early. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're we're just shaking things up a little actually bit. Actually broadcasting at 4.30 in the afternoon. When it was going to be Sunday at like 5.30 in the afternoon. But we still <laughs> and then it was going to be 6.30 Saturday, and then it was going to be. Uh-huh. Oh, he's here. <laughs> but it is when it was supposed to be. And uh, we just appreciate everybody listening on Mixler. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening. You have dialed into a good one today. Yes, Woo-hoo. you have. I can't wait. So uh, anyway, uh, Tina. Got some shout outs over there for us. I sure do. I've got some Facebook likes here. So we want to give Sabi Diana Thompson a great big thank you for thank liking you. Thank us. Thank you, Sabi. Appreciate that. And then Sandra Van Etta. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for listening, liking us on Facebook. And Hal Renault. Okay, Hal. Thank you, Hal. Is that anybody? Hal or Howl? Hal. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And all those out there listening to us, if you haven't liked us on Facebook, please do. Thank you. We've also got some new regions listening, so we want to say hello to South Carolina. Thank Welcome you for the listening, SC. South Carolina. Washington, D.C. The D.C. And Saskatchewan, Canada. Out there in wow cold weather land. Canadian. <laughs> in the house. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Loving it. And this is really exciting. We have a new country listening. Number 56, Bermuda. All right. Welcome, Welcome Bermuda. Bermuda. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line. Let us know how you like the program and that uh, let us know that you're getting blessed. That's been our only agenda from the get-go. And this is this is God's deal. It is. We're just stewards of it. He's what else CEO. you got, babe? Um, well, when you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce our guest, but I think you have a couple of things to announce first. Well, we do. Uh, I, I just wanted to take a minute to say, uh, very rarely do we mention um, the button or the donate button. You know, Mikey and I have always kind of been dead set against it because, you know, we're just not out. This is God's gig, and if, if it's his will, it's his bill. But, you know, I, I happened to mention that we had a few needs last program, and I just wanted to say right after the show we had two donations and i just wanted to say thank you uh from the bottom of my heart we all thank you and just those little things meet the little needs from month to month and it was such a blessing to get that money and and to not have to worry or fret about it and we just thank you and if you know if god tugs at your heart to press the button godstoriesradio.com press the button and we appreciate it. And yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And thank you. A little bit of increasing needs that we have at this point. Yeah, as we grow, you know, the, the needs grow as well. But as I said, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And then, you know, if we've been a blessing to you in the past, then 
We appreciate it. Push the button. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yes, sir. All right, Mikey. Yes, we have, um, I got an email and uh, someone by the name of Craig had written in and uh, he says, I use iHeart to listen. I try to sleep with God Stories Radio, but it didn't work for me. But iHeart Radio has an alarm and I can choose a station so I wake up with God Stories Radio. I didn't know that. That's very cool. That is cool. That is. I didn't know that either. Wow. Well, thank you, Craig. What an awesome. All right. And I have got uh, an email that came in from Miss Janelle Grimm. And uh, she's been a faithful listener for quite some time. And I didn't realize, you know, all the way back to session 100, session 30. Uh, But she wrote in and said, uh, session 120, what a powerful testimony. I love you guys. Thank you for all you do from the deepest of my heart. Thank you from Wasilla alaska wow how about that that's very cool alaska wow well janelle we take that as um as great encouragement for us to continue we appreciate it. it's nothing that we're doing we give all the glory to the father obviously and we're just stewards of what he's given us but we thank you for that encouragement Absolutely. we really do it it keeps us going yep mikey all right and we had a couple of facebook's uh notifications during the week as well I guess your iPad wasn't notified then. <laughs> oh, you got your phone over there. You don't have do your have, iPad. Yeah, the iPad kind of went out. All right. Uh, we had uh, uh, Craig write in first. He says, I listen to testimony on God Stories Radio. You can find them on Facebook. They are inspirations. Just listen to session 121 today about a Muslim woman coming to the Lord. It brightened up my day. And then Gerald had responded to that as well, and he said, I listen to every session on iHeartRadio. Love your show. It has changed my life for the better, and thank you for that. And anybody out there listening to us on iHeartRadio, show iHeartRadio that we have the followers. Follow us on iHeartRadio. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Now, our favorite part of the show, over to you, babe. Yes, I'm so excited to announce our guest tonight is Sam Are you Collier. I'm so excited. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's a great guy, and he's one of the pastors at North Point in Atlanta, Georgia. And as you guys probably very well know, they have over 40,000 members at their church. Um, I think the uh, lead pastor there, Andy Stanley. Um, I love that guy. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. The Stanleys. Love them. Yep. And of course, some of you know his father, who is Charles Charles. Stanley. And um, also, Sam has done some work uh, with uh, the ministry, In Touch Ministry, that is a part of Charles Stanley's organization. And um, that's going to be releasing this Father's Day. So... um, not only is Sam a pastor and a national speaker, he's also come and blessed our church and spoken at our church a couple of times about, just most recently, about diversity. He has um, some ebooks out there on Orange, if any of you ever want to download those. And um, the biggest thing right now is um, he has a podcast called A Greater Story with Sam Collier. So if you guys get a chance, please check him out and we'll have him remind you about that podcast title at the end of his testimony. But without further ado, um, and I was hoping that his wife, Tony Collier, would also be here. Um, 
she's a speaker over at North Point also. But um, without further ado, and we Session certainly... Session 125. And we certainly <laughs> hope that she comes in the future. I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Sam Collier. that. <laughs> Welcome, Sam. Welcome. Man, I'm, I'm, I, I really am excited to be in the building right now. I think you guys are amazing. And I wish people could see the actual studio that we're in right now. Uh, I'm, I mean, glad, it, I'm glad he calls it a building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks incredible. I mean, I'm like, did you make this from the ground up? I mean, how yes. did this happen? We did. We just, I just had a vision of, of building a box in a box. That's what I called it. And, <laughs> and then having the walls of the garage is, yeah. you know, just that much more for soundproofing. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I haven't really had the resources to finish the outside, but we're, we're getting there. Right. We might put some but, paint on this thing one day. Yeah. You know? well, every time I bring a guest through, I can't wait to open the door and let them see what they're going to do. Yeah, they probably into. look at it from the outside and yeah. go, what in the world did yeah. I get yeah. myself into? Yeah. Well, what I mean, I want to start by shouting out all of the folks over at North Point Ministries and Amen. the actual lead pastors and campus pastors because I get, you know, blessed to be a communicator. There oh, yeah. And, get to pastor some of the folks that are in there it's a really intricate system uh, where all of us are able to kind of fit in and just kind of help out but those those guys are there from nine to five i'm not a big nine to fiver okay <laughs> I just want, they let me come in on sundays do some mini sermonettes um welcome and then i get to speak in all of the different environments from high school middle school some college and so i'm excited to be a part of that ministry shout out to the orange folks shout out to the losing folks shout out to my wife i think she's listening Yay! in okay <laughs> He's also wearing a God's Crazy About You jersey. He is. Shout he out is. to real life. Yeah. <laughs> Go real life. Amen to that. So how are you guys doing? Man, we're just, the hair's up on my arms, brother. So, I feel some electricity up in here. And ain't this microphone. Right, right, right. I tell you, I... I so excited to have you, man. I, ever since we chatted on the phone, I'm just like, this is going to be well, off the I'm, hook. I'm a little, you know, Tina, I thought Tina was going to kind of like the reason why she contacted you in the first place. Yeah. Um, well, she was going to put that into her introduction. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I feel like Sam's life has a, a couple parallels to mine. And when he came and he gave his, um, his one of his stories, his uh stories about his uh, upbringing and growing up and his whole entry into this world it really really resonated with me because it was wow. so very similar to mine um, I'm an adopted child and uh, wow. so is Sam and he listening to his story I just wasn't prepared for it I was in I was overwhelmed and uh, I felt compelled to speak to him which I don't normally do that I don't wow. typically go up and and speak to anybody but um i really felt compelled uh, i think the spirit was nudging me and i just yeah. i just had to share it with you yeah. even though i i didn't think it was going to mean anything to you personally but you were so warm and receptive <laughs> you know and so friendly and yeah. you've been so generous with us and we just really thank you for your time we, we sure know, do we know you're a busy guy no 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 i mean uh, you know about and, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about this later, but, you know, three years ago, some unbelievable happened. And after that, I just felt like the Lord was saying, I want you to go and share it 
with as many people as possible. Right. And so when you gave me the call or the email or the Facebook, I mean, whatever, I mean, we went through so many different communication channels. Right. I just had to make it happen because I want to share this story um, as much as possible. And, you know, when, when you approached me after I shared the story in real life, it was just like we connected. Yeah. On, and it was a spiritual moment that was happening. Yeah. God was doing something in all of our lives in that moment. Even through me, I tell people it does more for me um, by telling the story than it does, I think, for the people that are actually oh, hearing. Amen to that. Yeah. Power in that testimony yeah. and in that story. Uh-huh. Amen. All healing at the same time. Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 Amen. So I guess for a second, why not share the story? Please. <laughs> uh, isn't that why he's here for <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's trying to keep us on the edge of our seats. He really he's is. Doing a good job. He's, he was ready for a prompt, and I'm over. I'm going, yeah, really? <laughs> you know, I'm, usually, I'm usually not speechless. I'm pretty good about prompting people, but I'm on the edge of my seat over here. I'm just like, <laughs> you come on, great. Sam. Come well, on, man. man. <laughs> Help a brother this out. So <laughs> well, I mean, when my mother was 21 years old, she had me and my twin sister. She had three other kids already. So that's age 21, five kids. And she was on welfare. Um, Our father was kind of in the drug scene and um, was kind of addicted to some substances and some other things. And so he just kind of left the picture. Um, And so here she is with these five kids by herself on poverty, you know, in what I guess on welfare and all of that. And she had to kind of make a decision in the hospital you know, do I raise them in poverty or, you know, do I give them up for adoption? And, you know, by the grace of God, she, um, I felt, you know, heard from God and said, you know what, I want to, I want to give them up and hope and pray that it will work out for them. And so it did actually work out for them. And we got adopted by a lovely couple. And, you know, I share some of their story a little bit. I, I usually do, but I won't share too much. But, you know, when my mother and father who raised me met, they both were in the middle of a divorce. Um, my dad was in his second divorce and uh, his first uh, marriage was a little rocky and he had two sons who he really wasn't able to be a part of their life. Um, but one of them now, you know, he has HIV and he's kind of working through that. My other brother was in the prison system for a while, but got out. But it's just kind of the story of what happens when, um, you know, you kind of grow up without a father. Um, mm-hmm. And so that marriage didn't work out. Then the next one didn't work out. And so here he is. He's like, man, what's happening? And he's in the laundromat at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, kind of washing his clothes. And my mother was also in the laundromat and they didn't know each other. <laughs> All the little details. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's in the laundromat at 3 p.m. And she was in the middle of a divorce, but she was m- married at the time to a Black Panther. And if you know anything about the Black Panther, mm-hmm. part, I mean, you know, a little bit aggressive and all, you know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> just, just a just smidgen. A right? <laughs> <laughs> and so because it was an aggressive situation, you know, he was extremely abusive to her. And I and I, I don't share the detail much, but with you guys, I mean, it, it was so it had gotten so bad that he, she had or he had hit her in the head with the hammer. Wow. And um, and so she was at the laundromat at 3 p.m. trying to figure out, you know, can I have an alibi? You know, kind of get out of this situation because she was getting ready to go do something that she probably would have regretted for for a long time. And so they meet in the laundromat that day. My dad makes some jokes. You know, he's spitting his game, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) And they leave the laundromat together and never look back. Wow. (sighs) And never look back. And um, 
after that, they get saved. And that's kind of love at first load. I know. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? Love at first load. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love at first load, indeed. Yeah. And so, you know, they get saved. And then after they get saved, they get married. And then after they get married, I always say, you know, they start doing what married people do and realize they can't have kids, right? <laughs> We had a little mm-hmm. bit of a motorcycler going by. Just Sorry. Now. <laughs> and son. It's, yeah. The it's, oldest. Right. It's all good. Shout out God to the family, some. right? Yes. Family. Okay. That's what we're talking about. And so, um, you know, this was their opportunity to kind of do it right. Um, they said, you know, we've done it our way long enough. God, we want you to take over now because, I mean, what else do we have to lose? We've, we both hit rock right. bottom. Well, it usually doesn't work. Right. When they're just getting out of divorce right. and so on and so forth. But the thing, the, the ingredient there is that they were saved and they found God. Yes. Or God yeah. found them. Actually. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And man, I mean, I, after that, they, you know, they said we still want kids because they realized my mom couldn't have kids. She always wanted to have kids. And so they went down to Augusta, Georgia, um, to the adoption agency where we had just been given up at. And they looked over, you know, at our crib and they said, we want, you know, we want to adopt them. And the, the the interesting piece of the story is that the lady who was running the agency just kind of went back and said, no, you don't want to adopt them because, you know, where they come from, poverty, welfare, you know. And, you know, they trace kind of some of my mom, my biological mom's steps back to the prostitution house a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, you know, they're probably going to be mentally challenged. They're not going to be much. And. My mom and my dad, you know, they had a little private meeting and said, no, we think it's something about them. We want to adopt them. They're going to be great, whatever. And Amen to that. And so they took us home. A- amen, indeed. And uh, my parents were there. I mean, my, uh, their family was there, my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family. And they said, you know, they accepted us as their own. Mm-hmm. And Channel 2 News, which is in Atlanta, came out to the house and the headlines were reading, you know, Christmas Miracle, because it was the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Twins have been rescued, so on and so forth. Wow. Um, and that and that's how our story began. Long story short, my sister got all A's from kindergarten up to 12th grade, <laughs> went to Spelman on a dual scholarship. And now mm-hmm. she's an industrial engineer. I went to a performing arts high school, started playing six instruments at 10th, you know, by 10th grade, then got a, my first record deal, started traveling around and went to ministry school, became a pastor, started a nonprofit. And we had reached by 80,000 kids in the inner city in about two years. Wow. Um, and that, that was just kind of our life. Yeah, so you didn't amount to much. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Yeah, they didn't amount to nothing. I never got a record deal. (laughs) I've been in music business all my life. I never got a record deal. But y'all y'all in 51 countries right now, right? 56. 56 countries. What was the genre? Oh, uh, R&B, actually. Positive positive R&B. I could have guessed it, man. My whole goal at the time was I wanted to um, take... Christianity mainstream in a very kind of mainstream way. So instead of going gospel, I went R&B and yeah. just tried to keep Christ's principles in there. Um, kind of like Stevie Wonder in mm-hmm. a sense. Where Roll a his, couple lines for us. Well, Come, I, 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 on. I, 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 Come on. Just a couple. Yeah, it's been just so a couple. Long. It's That's been okay. So, well, I, had, I, had, I had one song called Change. Yeah. And it actually it kind of got picked up by Obama's campaign at the time oh, wow. when he was first getting elected. Right. And so I was at the Democratic Convention uh, at the first one uh-huh. and singing the song. And oh, so wow. not at the convention. Wow. They had so many different, you know, stations around and different political events. And so I was out in, uh, I think it was, was it Denver? 
what was it? I think it was in Denver at the time. Might have been. Yeah, and, I don't uh, and so the song, it, it was on radio for a while. And it was just about change that we're in need of a change in our country. If you, you know, and it's kind of parallel. Parallel. Where could a brother pick up a lives. copy of that? <laughs> it's actually on iTunes, but don't. Oh, why am I telling <laughs> oh, people to go snap. find? Don't go look at it. Here don't I look go. At it, don't look at well, it. <laughs> because we finished the show and close it out with a song that's kind of like towards the end of the. Yeah, he, he's talking. already begged us not to. <laughs> uh, if you do, I won't. I won't prohibit you from playing it if you want to play it, but you can play it. And I so, just like the title, man. It's uh, called. Just- it's ap- yeah, it's apropos, man. It's good to go. All right, I'm gonna quit interrupting. No, no, yeah, no. Really. We're just excited so, to have you, brother. No, I'm, I'm I'm honored to be here. So I think your wife might be on with us. I can't. Is she on? Is she, I think is she, she is. What did she say? Did she say? She hasn't she- chatted with me. Well, I want Tony. <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you. She's doing great things. All right. So here's here's the turning point in the story um, that um, that happened to me three years ago that uh, I believe is what, what we connected on, mm-hmm. uh, me and Tina. And um, about so three years ago, this, you know, we're, we're at my dad's house or so my mom, dad, mom's house. And we do a tradition on Sundays called NFL football, which I think a lot of people have. <laughs> do you have that tradition? Do you? <laughs> Huh? Do you have that tradition in your house? NFL football Sundays? Maybe not. He's maybe one of those um, Patriot fans. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's painful. Are you, are you wearing a jersey? S- are you wearing a jersey right now? You're not wearing a jersey. I'm wearing a Red Sox shirt. Thank you. Thank but you. That's still a Patriot. Thing. Oh, okay. oh, man. We're still upset about the Falcons. I'm sure some you kind are. Of, do you feel like it was a fair game? I mean, we're getting off topic. It's, was it a fair game? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. <laughs> so we're not watching the Patriots on that Sunday. Oh, there's Tony. The is she on? Is she, is she, she is coming? on, and she says, "Hey, hey, baby." <laughs> I wonder what she's listening to. That, that was your husband, by the way. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't anyone else. <laughs> uh huh. So we're doing the NFL football thing, and you know the one rule I always tell everyone is the one rule that my dad has is nobody talks. Nobody talks. You don't talk or, you know, that. so he breaks the rule and he starts talking. He's from the country. So he's loud. I mean, he's really loud. My dad, I wish y'all could be, I wish I could have brought my dad with me. I mean, he's just, he would have sat over there and smiled the whole time. And then if you gave him the mic, he wouldn't have stopped talking. <laughs> and so he yells out at us, you know, he goes, you know what you need to do? And we're like, dad, why are you yelling? He's like, you need to go find your parents. We said, Dad, what are you talking about? And he said, well, you could grow up one day and marry your cousin or your sister or your brother. You don't want to marry. Your-. I said, no, I don't want to marry my cousin. He said, well, you need to go find your parents. I mean, he was dead serious. Uh-huh. And I said, Dad, this is great. He said, and another thing. We said, what? You need to go on the Steve Harvey show to do it. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. I, and I said, Dad, you know Steve Harvey? He said, that ain't the point, boy. You, you just need to write in. So I just got up and I left. Because at this point, he's just lost his mind. <laughs> and so two, two weeks later, I find out from my sister that he's convinced my to convince her to write into the Steve Harvey show. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm asking her why she did it. She's like, he just kept yelling and I just wanted him to be quiet. <laughs> so, you know, a year goes by. We're like, you know, Steve's not writing us back. Oprah's not going to write us back. 
And my phone rings again. I always say it's at 3 p.m. Because it actually was at 3 p.m. On a Monday. And I answer the phone. It's my sister. She she picks up the phone. She says, the Steve Harvey show just called me. They're going to call you. Bye. And hangs up the phone. And I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is crazy. excited about it. <laughs> and so then my phone rings again. It's my mom. She's excited. And, my phone, and then my phone rings again while she's on the phone. I click over. And I say, hello. And she said, hello. This is Dorothy from the Steve Harvey show. And I said, hello. She said, well, this is my first week. Is this, is this Sam? I said, yes, it's Sam. She said, I used to work at Jerry Springer. And I said, Dorothy, why, why are you telling me all these, you know, these details? Uh -huh. She said, well, they've put 100 pages, you know, 100 different stories on my, on my desk. Your story was the first one on the stack. We think we can help you find your parents. Wow. And, and I was just like, what? Long story short, we end up. They end up flying us up to do the show. And when we get up to the show, they tell us, you know, we're so sorry we haven't found anybody. Um, but we want to bring you on the show to make a plea that maybe your parents will show up mm -hmm. or so on and so forth. And in, in the middle of the show, Steve says, you know, I know we told you that right. we didn't find your parents, but your mother's here. Come on out, Eleanor. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Yeah. And that's classic Steve. It is. <laughs> it is. It's so handy. You, you love him and you want to punch him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I tell you the first time that brother hosted TBN? Yeah. Oh wow. How was that? Oh, I think my, I saw a little bit of that. Oh yeah, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's he gave his testimony and everything. Oh. He just, I mean, he just cries. He, he's a crier. He'll cry at the drop of a dime. <laughs> yes, he will. Uh -huh. And he's he's crying with us on the show. I mean, he's Aww. just, he's crying. He's got such a good heart. That's yeah. what, I mean, he really Very does. compassionate and man. People yeah. always ask me, you know, what is Steve like in person? I'm like, he's he's actually a little bit more than what he is on television. Oh, in terms wow. Of he's, he's more funny. He's louder. <laughs> and he's nicer. Aww. And so he's he's a good guy. And so he, I mean, here we are. Steve's crying. I'm, you know, I'm not crying. My sister's crying, and we're meeting our mother for the first time on national television. And then Steve says, "And another thing, your brothers and your sisters are here as well." Wow. <laughs> and then they walk yes, out. Yes, meltdown. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, and for the, and I tell you, I tell you, for the first time, I'm looking in the eyes of people that look just like me for the yeah. first time in my life. I mean, we had never seen me and my sister. I mean, we're fraternal twins, so we don't look identical. Like right. not, so we had never seen anybody that looks like us. And so, for the first time, we're seeing this happen and looking at people that are identical to us. I mean, my sisters look just alike. It's crazy, and so, and so that was the moment, man. And so that's the journey we've been. The on. emotions at that particular point must have been unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, up and I, down. Yeah, what I, what I tell everybody is. It was so many emotions at one time mm -hmm. that you didn't know which one to choose. Right. So am I happy? Should I be sad? Should I be angry with Steve? Should I be angry with my mom? Should I be excited <laughs> for Steve? Thanks for doing it. Like, yeah. You know, I'm shocked. I mean, I mean, I'm heartfelt. I mean, and so yeah. you just, so what just happened is shut down, we just man. freeze. Yeah. Both of us, me and my sister just go. Yeah. We're just like frozen right there. Uh, and we just look at her. And so then the Holy Spirit, you know, God says to me, snap out of it. You're on national television. You got to get up. And so I get up, give her a hug and all of that. But um, I mean, the emotions was, were just crazy. Mm -hmm. It was just crazy. I like when you tell the part about what your brother said to you. Yes. But I will say you said something about your father earlier. I did see that clip and your father did take the mic and start talking at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he did man you know it, it my dad and then we'll, we'll jump into my brother for sure I, he has been it he has been leading us from day one just hey now it's time to do this 
hey, now it's time, which I really believe, you know, is the role of a father at times. Mm-hmm. to just help your children transition mm-hmm. into the next level of life, into the next phase of what they're supposed to be doing. But he's always been that catalyst for us to say, okay, now it's time for you to go and do this. Now it's time. Um, and so, it, again, it was his 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 idea that we do the show. And I mean, I, who I, I want to ask him. What happened in him to let him know that this was a possibility? Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it, he just felt something, and he and it's so interesting because he wasn't even shocked when they called. I said, "What?" <laughs> and so, so my brother. Um, so this is the piece that you know when we give the uh, the message um, at different churches. This is kind of the turning point where. We try to connect people's story to ours and kind of let them in. And, you know, my, my brother, I guess the uh, tension moment, because, you know, on national television, it's just it's a, re, a reunion story. Mm-hmm. So people are, are excited. It's a great moment to, you know, four families reconnect or mm-hmm. connecting for the first time. But I think the real story happens after the show. Right. And that's when it really started for us, because we were able to go and um, sit down with the psychologist. And, you know, we just started having this moment where the psychologist was saying, Hey, let's move slowly into this. Mm. And, you know, I tell everybody, my family, they're me, they have a lot of energy, but they're just, they're from the hood, you know? So it's a Tyler Perry movie. If you ever seen the Tyler Perry movie, that's, <laughs> that's them, but they're great people. And my brother, he, you know, he, he yells at the, uh, at the, uh, psychologist. He's like, doc, we a family. We're going to be a family. I said, brother, we just met. Okay. Let's slow down. And then he pulls me to the side and he says something to me. I'll never forget. And he says, I know that you may have some holes in your heart or you may feel like you missed out on something. But what I want to let you know is you didn't miss out on anything. Mm. God blessed you. God rescued you. He said there were times we were so hungry. We had to hold each other because we were shaking for three and four days at a time without food. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, so I want you to know that God put you in the best situation that you could have been in. So, just it's probably just a coincidence that your story was right on the top of that stack. Oh, yeah. Coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coinky dink, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 God just moving around. I mean, it's amazing. So, it has been, I, you know, we're writing a book right now about it. We're talking to different publishers. Actually, one of the guys who, um, He's helping me write it. He uh, wrote Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul. He oh, didn't yeah. Write the, yeah. He, he oh, didn't yeah. write the original one, but he was a part of, you know, they had the different volumes. Yeah. He was one of the writers in the sequence cool. that they utilized to write some of the uh, books. And so we're in the book where we kind of have five to six lessons that we pull out mm-hmm. and they represent kind of phases in my life. And right now I feel like, you know, one of the last lessons is generosity and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the phase I'm in right now. Just I'm in a state of generosity and in a state of gratitude of going, God, you've done so much for me. I don't mm-hmm. deserve anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you took me and my sister out. You could have left us in. My brothers and sisters lived a different life. Um, and now I just want to pay it back. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to do everything I can, which is uh, which makes the nonprofit that we have. It's so much more, you know, so much more passionate for me because. I just want to help as many kids as, as, as possible. I want to step in and create a moment of change in their life, like a moment of change was created in my life. Right. Absolutely. That's awesome. What a powerful statement. It really is. And, you know, those were the parts of your story that resonated with me wow. were the emotions that you were feeling when mm-hmm. you looked into um, basically another human being's eyes and saw resemblance of yourself in them. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt when I saw you know, my brothers and sisters mm. for the first time. Um, 
and just you know the feeling about missing out like maybe because you weren't i was separated i was one of one of ten yeah and they were all raised together but i wasn't and that feeling of exclusion and difference and so forth and to know that you didn't miss out on anything you actually got you're the one who got the gift Mm -hmm. you know you got the rescue yeah god plucked you out specifically yeah i feel like god i mean he he's always creating intersections of change in our lives and you know i think we are where we are for a reason right for mm-hmm. god to work a greater story which is Absolutely. what we call no it. doubt about oh, yeah. it he, he he takes you through your these trials and in, in, in your life and and the things that he does or takes you through um where he takes you in those particular situations you're you actually find out that you have the heart for those type of people down the road when wow. he when he opens the doors mm-hmm. 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 Wow. creates intersections of change i love that yes <laughs> i know i mean so now i mean the goal now is to travel to as many churches as possible and as many organizations, we just did it at a corp. We just did a corporate event where I told the story as well. And awesome. what's crazy about it is just the reaction is the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just whether you're in a corporate environment or in a church or at a school, people are just they're crying and there there's just this moment where people are just they're grabbing a hold to it. And I think the hope for me and, and the goal of why we want to tell it is just because I think that there is a greater story available for everybody. Mm-hmm. The tagline for us that we use is that when your story connects to God's story, it leads to a greater story. Amen. And for us. In our T-shirt. story. Right. Uh, <laughs> t-shirt. Right. T-shirt. You'll see what I mean after the show. Okay. Yeah, t-shirt. Okay. I need, I need one. I need one. <laughs> For us, I, you know, I always say that they were, they were points in our story where everyone had a choice to make whether or not they were going to pick up God's will or keep their own will. And our mother, mm-hmm. when she gave us up for adoption, you know, I feel like she, she didn't want to do it. She tried to come back and adopt us a year later. Really? Yeah, and get us back. But we were already gone. Right. Um, so she didn't want to. But she did it. Our mother and father, when they ignored what the lady said in that adoption mm-hmm. agency that day, they picked up God's will. And when my sister ignored her own, you know, she she didn't want to do it either. When you right. know, again, she wasn't excited about the call. Okay, right. Oh and, yeah, that's but I, she gave it to you. She gave it to me. <laughs> and, and I'll say it again: all the little details. That's what I'm saying. And so when I even asked her, I'm like, "Do you want to do the show?" She's like, "No, I don't want to do the show, but I feel like God's doing something different." And to me, that's another moment where she put down her will and picked up God's will. And I always say that if you can put your will down and pick up God's will, your story will in that moment will connect to God's story Mm -hmm. and it'll lead to a greater story. And so that's what we're trying to do. No matter what situation people are in, I want to talk to them and say, no matter where you are, no matter what the circumstances are, if you'll just take a moment and put your will down and pick up God's will in the moment and you'll know what that is. Whether that's a behavior or whether that is, you know, letting go of some friends or whatever, your story will connect to God's story and it'll lead to something greater. Absolutely. Just don't let it be a two by four upside the head like mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what validates the power of it, though, too, because and I know you've you've told that story many times, yeah. obviously. And but I can tell each and every time uh, when you. When you just told it to us, it affects you because you yeah. go back there, right? Mm-hmm. And you live Absolutely. it for that moment. And there's that, and that's part. where the power is. And mm-hmm. people sense that their spirit, I believe, mm-hmm. senses that, and they uh, 
that's the ministering part mm-hmm. of it. That opens them up to receive. That's so powerful. No, I mean, well, I mean, you know, and one, I want to say thank you for saying that. I think for me, what makes it even more powerful of why it's almost brand new every time I share it is when I went and visited my family in Ohio, Cincinnati, where they are living now. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and, you know, they, I mean, they're, they're in, there's, some of them are still in deep poverty. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that and you see that and you go, man, there are some, in some rooms there are beds without any, with just the mattress. Right. No bed spring. They're on the floor, you know, couches with no, com- you know, with no cushions. And you just go, okay, you know, God, you did a work here mm-hmm. and this is what my life could have been, mm-hmm. but you changed it. And so for me in that moment, always when, when I'm on stage and I'm thinking about that, I'm going, man, God, you stepped in and you intervened. How, how many more people do you want to step in and intervene for? I want to introduce this truth to them so that they are not a victim of their circumstance, right. but that they have a way out. And I think a lot of times people think that there is no way out, but there is a way out. God oh, always yeah. gives a way out. Always. Always, no matter what the situation is. That's why whoever's listening in, wherever you are around the world or the country, whatever situation you find yourself in, if you'll submit your life to God, he will give you a way out into a purpose that he has for you mm-hmm. and it'll lead to something greater. And, um, and I've just seen it happen from time to time with not just with people with my story, but with the young, with the middle schoolers that we interface with through our nonprofit and with the different church programs and the, the different youth ministries and the people that we've talked to, we've, I've seen God do a work in their life when they put their will down. Mm-hmm. I've just seen it. Mm-hmm. And their life transforms. Doors open up all around them. Opportunities come that were already there, but they just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, I'm really curious, you know, how has meeting you impacted the life of your biological mother, brother, sister, etc.? Because I don't know what their relationship was like with the Lord. I know you mentioned your mother had prayed about you know whether or not to give you guys up for adoption yeah you know um i would say that the biggest thing i can see is between me and my brother Mm -hmm. Uh, me and my mother talk we text every week Mm -hmm. and so about biological um and so with all of them they're they're now most of them are they're going to church awesome you know, our mother, she was kind of on that path already. Mm-hmm. But when she met us, I could tell, you know, that she just, me and her talk, she said, I'm going, I'm, I'm at church, I'm doing my thing. You know, God, I'm listening, I'm praying. Um, she is a nurse now. Mm-hmm. And so she went through, finished finished up some of her programs. We've had some conversations about just some budgeting things in her life. My brother, I mean, he's getting his master's right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I you, 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 it's hard to pinpoint who made the decision for, you know, mm-hmm. at, at what point and why. Right. But all you know is that decisions are being made. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. Yes. I can't say it was me because they might be listening in. But if they are, shout out to them. Um, I can't say it was me or my sister, but I can say that I think through our interaction, all of our lives have increased and improved Yes, uh, in a greater way. And so, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It really yes, is. It is such a beautiful story. You know, wow. watching how God takes something that was broken and makes it whole again, you know, and then, you know, because you all had missing pieces in your life. Yeah. 
And he just, you know, he saw all of your missing pieces. And, you know, the areas where your brother and your sister were whole, you and your sister weren't whole. Sure. And then vice versa. Sure. And now he's just brought it all together. And now you're all helping each other, loving each other, praising him. I mean, that's just a beautiful story of restoration. And the Lord knew that 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 would uh, need to be a source of healing before he could go out and accomplish what he is doing today. Absolutely. Mm. I firmly believe that. Oh, yeah, it mm. has to be. You have to be. So, speaking of which, what are you doing today? <laughs> well, segue to God present stories, day. God Stories Radio is the king of the shameless plug. Right. That's right. <laughs> and we want to make sure we get a copy of your new book, and yeah. we will promote yeah. it shamelessly. That will, I got to well, come back. I got to come back. Yes, you got to come back with me. You got to come back with Miss Tony. <laughs> oh yes, and, uh, yeah. we'll do it up <laughs> for sure, man. I mean, so that's I mean, one, we're launching that campaign. That campaign's moving. We're, we're going and traveling to different churches and telling the story, and really, we're just in the process of writing the book right now. The podcast is a spinoff of that, which is very similar to God's stories, except ours is called a greater story. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we interview mainstream or Christian celebrities and influencers um, who are doing some amazing things in in the world. And we just interview them about how they got in their greater story, how they're living there. And so it's a podcast on iTunes, which is just a spinoff. We just, we just, just trying to create different brands that people can plug into that help them access their greater story. Yep. It's all encouragement based. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anything we can do to help you, brother, you let me know. Well, I feel like I'm a part of the family. (laughs) Big time, man. You done took a, took part of the lasagna. You in uh, (laughs) no turning back, man. That's initiation. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Just really quick. If you were to look at your own life, um, uh, were there moments in your life where you felt like you put your will down and picked up God's and it led to something greater? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, even, yeah. Even though Significantly. I God still has his, sure. his thumb on me and everything else, waiting for those doors to open up. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. No. Wow. You know, with that commitment comes challenge, of course. You know, I mean, he's not, old Slewfoot ain't going to let you just ride. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah, he's going to come at you, right? And, well, yeah, and he's tried absolutely. with all of us, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, honestly, Sam, I've uh, I've tried to quit mm-hmm. God Stories Radio so on several occasions, and the Father wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. You know, people just kept coming and wanting to give their testimony, and stuff was happening. And what was funny is we even took a hiatus of four or five weeks, or something like that, and the and the podcast grew. Wow. So, um, you know. So you just there, stayed in. There you go. You said, I, I, my well, will is I, pushing I, me to something else, but God is keeping me here, and it led to something. Right. right. I, think, I think he wanted us to have that time off to reflect and and come back a little bit refreshed because we were feeling a little bummed and so yeah. on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again. And looking back on it, we know the source and uh, oh, yeah. what, what was going on. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but mm. but yeah, uh, just recently we've had to make those decisions to lay some things down. Um, it know. doesn't come easy for me, it Sam. Wow. I struggle and I fight, and yeah. I say I don't want to do it this right. way. <laughs> Why do I got to do it this right, way? Right, 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 right. 
<laughs> so I'm not as graceful about it, you know, but it is what it is. That's, yeah. I mean, that's real life, you know. Yeah. We want our own will. That's right. just, we're human we always, beings. Yeah, we always have our moments. But God's will is what's important. And mm-hmm. that's what we have to recognize as Christians. We have to recognize it is not about us. We are so self-absorbed naturally and Mm -hmm. you know we have no problem falling into that rhythm so it takes effort to change that rhythm and to fall into god's rhythm and will for our lives wow can you think of like one example of a moment maybe it's when you were a teen or maybe a young adult or even last week if you will where you said okay i don't want to do this but god you're asking me to and you gave into it and on the other side of it, you're excited that you did. Yeah, I, um, I actually had the experience quite recently because uh, my mom and I have had a lot of struggles. My adopted mom and yeah, I, yeah. we've had a lot of struggles. And um, there were, had been a large portion of time where she just wasn't speaking with me. And I, it's like, I don't know what's going on, you know, just yeah. craziness. And, you know, the Lord brought us back together and we started talking again. And, you know, I really wanted her to come to me and apologize for her behavior. (laughs) 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 That is the way I played it out in my head. Sam don't know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) Judging by how he's laughing, he don't know what that's like. Yeah. (laughs) But the Lord said, oh, no, 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 young lady. (laughs) Right, right, right. Guess who needs to do the apologizing? (laughs) Hmm. And I said, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> but on the other side, it, there was there restoration? Yes. Yeah. I actually yes, was. Wow. took my mother by the hands, looked her in the eyes, and apologized for the things that I had said that had hurt her. And I think something happened to me in that moment because I noticed something happening in her. Like almost on a spiritual level like she needed that she needed to hear those things Mm. and it was maybe part of her healing wow and and yours as well and mine definitely mine as well (laughs) but just looking at our relationship right now i'm not saying it's perfect but it's so much better yeah Mm -hmm. um and i can only give god the glory for that because he's the one who said nope Mm. You need to be the one saying uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> that well, word part forgiveness. That, yeah, the part that she hasn't told you was there was a stronghold there. Yeah, you know, with her mother, mm. and uh, and that that's I watched her, I guess, transform out of that, so to speak, and now she thinks differently, and the relationship's different because of the different thinking. Right. You know, she approaches her mother, and her mother recognizes that it, there's a difference. Wow. This isn't, you know, I'm not talking to the same girl. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a there was a big stronghold there. So I'm very proud of her. And I just thank the Lord for that healing. Big time. Wow. Big time. Incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. That oh, is just him. awesome. Sam up in here interviewing us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really. I, he's I saw in. that turn. He's sneaking. <laughs> well, I was just interested. I'm always Sneak. interested, you know, because you know, it's one thing. To be on the one side of the story, telling the story and right. going, hey, here's Amen. a concept That's right. that we see that has worked. But I'm always interested to see, has this concept worked in other people's lives? And when you throw the ball to the other end, you're going, man, 
it looks different over there, but it is incredible and it's transferable. Um, because I just, you know, I always, uh, I'm just fascinated, but I always want to make sure it's transferable and that it actually is helping people. And it's just been incredible. The stories that we hear when we go, well, tell me your story. How has God done this in your life? And, and it gives me more fuel to tell the story more. Right. So it's funny. People are shocked that you actually want to hear. <laughs> well, I ain't, got, I ain't got nothing, man. I ain't got well, nothing. Yes, you do. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, you do. It's so true. It's so uh-huh. true. It's so true. You know, that's one of Satan's, you know, ploys or devices is to make us feel that we're not special, we're not unique. And God is yeah. always reiterating to us how special and unique right. we are. I was no strung out rock star, drug addict. Right. That yeah, got we've saved had people and I didn't tour here. with Led Zeppelin or anything like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, we've, was, we've had people come in here and tell us that their story is nothing. Wow. Right. And yeah, it is. It's for someone else out there. You betcha. It's always someone or someone's in there, Mikey. Well, someone's out there. Absolutely. Speaking Amen of which, that. anybody out there listening will take your testimony, written, call in, or in person. That's right. <laughs> I know Miss Tony's listening. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge, right, wink, right, right. wink. Tap, 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 testimony, question mark, hashtag, just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, but. Uh, Thanks for letting us uh, borrow Sam tonight, Tony. We really, really appreciate it. Thank and you. we're so enjoying him. You know, I, I figured out what it is. It's that smooth R&B voice, man. <laughs> he just comes right into the mic and he flips the whole thing on us, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> How'd you overcome that? <laughs> You're hooked, man. You got to talk. Well, man, I, you know, it, last thing I'll say is, it's just, I'm so glad that y'all shared that with me. I, I just, I just feel like, I've seen the power of story transform people's lives all Amen. around the globe. That, you know, when you talk to someone who is considering, you know, committing suicide mm-hmm. or in a, in a space, a lot of times they, they feel like they're alone or like they're the only ones going through that situation mm-hmm. or they don't know how to get out of that situation. And so you'll find somebody who's gone through the same situation that when their story is shared, you look at that and you go, wait a minute, that's how you got to. OK, so that's the answer that I'm looking for mm-hmm. to get out of the situation that I'm in. And so it's just that that power of story is just so powerful. I mean, the testimony, which is what God's stories is all about, mm-hmm. this idea of leveraging people's lives to help other people's lives, you know, be better. And um, so that I mean, that's why I'm honored to be here. Right. And uh, well, our mission statement is bringing hope, comfort and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Woo. <laughs> Who wrote that one? Okay. Who wrote that one? That one? We had a little help, I think, from Joe Burke on that okay. one. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me today. Man, thanks I feel for, such a connection, Sam. I, I, I just feel like uh, we could join forces. I feel and, like we uh, should. And uh, yeah. if I got to come to Hotlanta, man, to help you with the podcast, I'd be glad to. Yeah. Come on. We need some help, baby. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. I would, you guys I would love to join forces with you and uh, help any way shape or form that we can and then that's wow. where we're all just joining joining forces we're an army uh, in the same uh, march in the same direction absolutely mm-hmm. giving glory to the king mm-hmm. tony yeah. says uh ah that voice <laughs> i'm oh, coming yeah. home to you baby oh yeah hashtag just saying <laughs> oh yeah definitely you're coming with the wife next time we're gonna have a good time so man i hate to quit i know we've been almost had sam an hour yeah he's got to catch a flight, flight so we gotta yep. let him go yeah well, so i don't want to leave either 
I know. I'm brother. coming back. I'm in the family now. Absolutely. You are, oh yeah, man. You're coming back. We're You're gonna, indoctrinated. Well, you so. haven't had the carrot cake. Okay. Well, that, that's what I need. Well, we had the carrot cake for you last time, but you, uh, excuse was, me, only you had the carrot cake. Uh-oh. So let's you just didn't clarify. Share. Uh-oh. You didn't share. Oh snap. <laughs> oh, I thought it was big enough for two. Uh oh. Yeah. It have was you seen oh, the size was, of There was a piece for two. <laughs> well, I want to tell on a brother like that, Mikey. Uh, I love how you interchange the, this the brother word. I just love how you use that. It's incredible. It's like authentic. It is. <laughs> you know, uh, like, at least hate on a brother. <laughs> everybody in the Christian world is my brother anyway, and I've I've, I I've been it. in the production business all my life, so I think yeah. brother is a is a term of endearment for me. You Come know, I, I'm fond of you if you're my brother. You know, so. Brother, hold my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little teary here. Yeah. We just had a moment. Yeah. We did, we did, we did, we did. That was awesome. All right, we got to get out of here. Listen, I want to thank everybody uh, on Mixler for, for listening in. Alexander and uh, Miss Tony, thank you so much for being with us almost the whole time. We appreciate it, and we're going to get him out of here and get him home to you. Thanks for letting him have us. And uh, listen, uh, write us. Uh, GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. Check out the website, GodStoriesRadio.com. Right. And then you can... Twit us. You can twit us on uh, Twitter at GodStoriesRadio and also uh, like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook and follow us on iHeart. Follow us on iHeartRadio. So many ways you can uh, listen, and we're so blessed to be able to do this every week. And uh, encouraging you has been our only agenda from the start. Absolutely. We love you, and uh, we wish you all a very good week. So that wraps it up for session one. 22. 22. Thank you, Mikey. Uh-huh. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. Another crying, another slain. Can't take too much more dying, more dying. Living the life I know was made for me. So I lose my breath when I'm walking down the street. <sighs> Cause I see the pain and I see the rain and coming before the sun's changing. I see the loss, yeah, I can see the dark. I feel the soul singing, I can feel the heart. From a stolen life out, I know you did. One touch, one hand, I'm your brother, and you're my sister. Yeah, we ain't no different. Together we'll surrender. Show me, 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 show me,
solution. Taking the stand line. Searching for a resolution. We writing the plan. Why? 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 Cause we gotta do what's right. Cause we gotta do what's right. Cause we gotta do what's right. Everybody else sees this time for change. Yeah, yeah. It's time for change. 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 It